Broadcasting from the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Selner and the Forest Ball Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show. Three, two, one. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back inside the room and welcome back into your audio dojo of mojo and the place that you go to learn how to start or grow a successful business. And what is so exciting about the Thrive Time Show is that we are helping entrepreneurs like you grow businesses and one by one, rumors of their successes are beginning to spread. A client pulls me aside and says, are you guys working with Barbie Cookies? And I said, yes, we are. And they go, I've noticed her change. She used to be over here. Now she's over here. The decor is different. She goes, are you guys working with Steve Currington? I said, yeah. He, goes, he didn't hit that guy just buy a Lamborghini. Someone says, are you working with those tip-top dog training people? And that person, Zeke, tell the story. Because somebody, there's a whole, there's a story. We're working with a client. Well, I have, I have a, young, a young lady that works for me. She's one of my supervisors. Her name is Natricia. Natricia. Like Patricia with an N. It took me a while to kind of get that figured out. <laughs> Hello, Natricia. Yes, Natricia. And she was telling my daughter, who's now a doctor in my practice, way to go, Bridget, Dr. Bam. Anderson. She was telling her that her husband finally got a job where he wasn't having to work like crazy hours. And she goes, oh, cool. What is it? She goes, he's going to be a dog trainer. She's like, okay. She goes, yeah, no, they're training him on how to train dogs. And so my daughter was telling me that the other day. You know, we'd get together and have lunch and dinner on occasion. And so she was telling me the story just kind of beside me. And I said, well, what's the name of the place where... Uh, Natricia's husband, and I met him at the Christmas party. You were there. You, you yep. I'm sure you met yep. him too. Yep. Or if you didn't, you saw him. And uh, she said, well, it's, it's like tip-top canine. And so the thing is, you know why they're hiring more people? Yeah, because they're rolling. They're, they're rocking. Gr- they're growing. Their phones are ringing off the hook. I mean, those. I mean, it's pretty exciting what's going on over there. And God bless them. I mean, now their questions went from... How are we going to make it to how much money do we have to save for taxes? I mean, it's yeah. like a whole new paradigm. You know, shift. witness uh, security and our client we've worked with. We've had him on the show one time. Uh, he's topping Google in all these different markets. And he came in and he's actually recording his calls and scripting it out. So other people can keep up with the inbound phone calls. They can't keep up with them. So I'm just telling you, th- Oklahomies, if you're listening, there's a couple things you need to know. One is if we do help you grow your business, um, you're going to have new problems. So the new problem is going to be like, hey, how, how, do you really, I mean, Z, top tax bracket, Tax, income tax, how much at the end of the day do you have to pay in taxes? Not, 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 not the dollar amount, but what percentage do you have to pay in taxes at the very top of the bracket? You're on the spot right now. Just putting it, it on the spot. <laughs> I mean, roughly. Well, if you don't do clever things, it's, it can approach 50 here in Oklahoma because you've got, uh, what, 37? 50. You've got like 37, 30, what is it, 37 now, I think is the so, highest federal. And then state here in Oklahoma can be up to 10. And let me walk you through so the math like of this. So let's say, that, let's say hypothetically you that you're clever an, things. Let's say hypothetically that you're an optometrist. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. And you hypothetically make uh, uh, seven figures, let's just say. Hypothetically. So you have a million dollars. Well, the thir- first step is you don't have a million. You have 500000 And then you buy a house, let's say, hypothetically. hypothetically. And when you buy a house, uh, allegedly they make you pay taxes on that thing, right? Stupid. So then you have to you know, get the tax. You buy a car and you got to go buy. You've ever bought a brand new car and you're so excited you pay $10,000 down. That's all you got in the bank. And then they go, oh, you got to get the you got to get the tag and title. Tag and, ta- tag and tax. Tag and tax. And then you go, you know, I should probably get a Pike Pass, and I got to probably pay taxes when I buy groceries. And you know, I should probably go ahead and pay that tax that is required, you know. And then I, you know, I thought about traveling on an airplane. I should probably pay the taxes that are baked into the ticket. 
And I did go out to eat, and I did have a glass of wine, and there was taxes thrown in there. And I looked up, and I paid about 72% tax rate total when you add up all the numbers. And you go, is this Canada? Yeah. And you realize that the average American who makes over six figures typically just spends about 70% of their income in taxes without tax strategy. So your new problem is now you need a tax strategist because it's a new problem. So you exchanged a... The, the, the problem you used to have was, I need customers' help. And now you're going, I owe $70,000 in back I taxes. I need a tax strategist. I've got a great tax story, by the way. Oh, wow. So my daughter, when she was real little, yep. she got some money for her birthday, like, say, $10. Yep. And so we went to the store, and she walked aisle to aisle, and she, she gathered up $10 worth of stuff, right? $10 of accoutrements. Of accoutrements, yes. Of decor. Yes, and of course, it was so cute. Watch, her was like, okay, I can't have both of these. I got to choose right now between the shoes and a princess wand. Oh, and you know, the stickers, right. the scratch oh. and stiff stickers. So she does. So we get up to the, to the counter. We're checking out. It's like, that'll be $10.80. She looked at me, and I went, she what? went, and I looked at her and said, well, honey, that's the tax. She goes, well, tax is stupid. And then after you pay the stupid taxes, then I think it's Dennis Simler. Is Dennis Simler the guy who sends us that letter we like so much? Is Dennis the guy? Does he send it to you, Justin? Oh, yeah, we're buddies. Okay, we're buddies. so then he sends me a thing saying, hey, here's all the stuff you've purchased, and now you have to pay a franchise tax, which is 1% of everything you own. You have to pay some sort of property tax. And then they have a thing called the sinking fund, which in Oklahoma it's illegal to have a non-balanced budget. So what happens is the mayor or the governor or whoever it is, they go, well, we need to pay for that library somehow. So we'll just go ahead and raise the taxes a little bit on oh, you. Just a little bit. And so anyway, long story short, today's today's show, this is this is the name of today's show, Z. And get the, you got to get that music ready. It is Mo Money, Mo Problems. That is Ooh. the theme of today's show. Mo so, Money, Mo Problems. So Justin, he's Justin Moore. That's my brother-in-law, full disclosure. And so he used to, his nickname, a lot of people used to call him J. Mo. J. Mo. J. Mo. And so J. Mo is making Mo Money. So so I would like for you, it might be therapy, cathartic for you and the listeners out there, okay? But remember, when you first started, the big problem was how do I get any customers, right? How do I get database. someone to build a database? How to build a database? How to get people to invest in my idea? Now people want to invest in your idea. They're calling you going, hey, buddy, I want to put in money into this location. Now what are the, now that you have about 80 employees-ish, what is the what kind of problems like today? What is a, a problem that you would be happy to share maybe on the air maybe today or uh, you know in the last month kind of a problem you're running into now that you didn't have back in the day? Yeah, when you when you're a startup in that first year, the first couple of months, and you're just worrying about getting the lights on month to month, and uh, the the few employees you have, um, you're not thinking about maybe long term and and the growth that comes with a, a startup company. Um, so so now it's a, a whole different ball game as far as. Um, looking at investors and as as more money comes in you need those accountants you need the payroll companies uh, you can't do it all in-house anymore because you do have 70 80 employees and so you do need to hire um, outside staff and so it does it costs you more money one thing it's one more. thing that's hilarious to me is when you look at the payroll that we pay now per week out it was more than the total of revenue we generated during the entire first year almost like the first from the time we started for the first year Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. Because Justin actually did the build-out himself at what took about six months, am I right? The, the first, yeah, the first location was, was six months drawn out over a, a period of time, a little bit each day. Um, you, you, we did the, the other startup as, as well, selling sports supplement companies, or, or, or products. He funded the business by cold calling to sell products. We were teaching him the dark arts of sales, Z. Oh, and yeah. the rule was I'd did, did, I just want to know did he use all the old Amish techniques in building because <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know yeah 
he looks rather Amishy. Is it like you know? There was a thing on show, there was a thing on TV called the Amish Mafia. I never watched it, but I, saw, I haven't either. I, saw I heard it, about it. I heard yeah, about was it. That, yeah. they, they, that was Dynasty. a July story, was it? I, was I can't talk. I can't talk about that. But oh, okay. uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, you're building out, and you're while you're building out, you've got to you've got to eat. So he, he got a job working photography with one of our businesses. This is okay. true. And yeah. he did cold calls. So I told him, like, you have to learn sales. So he's doing cold calls for random companies, clients nice, we're working nice. with, selling supplements. And he's doing all that. But it took, I mean, honestly, in the first 12 months from the time he started construction until we finished, it was about 50000 of total revenue that was generated in about a year-ish. Now, whenever you were cold calling and selling supplements, were you cold calling to sell the supplements? Or what were you, what were you selling in your cold call? Yeah, yeah. So we actually had a, a supplement line. So what was your what was your strike rate? I mean, what was like at the end of the day? I mean, you'd make what hundred calls a day? How many calls would you try to make a day? Hundred was the quota. Uh, it was at least a hundred. Yeah, okay, so, hundred a day. So a hundred a day, and and how many of those would when the day was over and you're putting your your head on your pillow and you're going to sleep? How many of those would be strikes? Would be yes? Would be you sold it to them that you felt like you had a successful day? What was the what was the what was the rate? If you could get ten percent closing, oh, yeah, yeah. but but, but you have. You have the cold call, the guy you've never talked before, and you've got to get through. Um, the person answering the phone is not the one that's going to be making the calls and, and, and ordering the products. That's just the that's receptionist. The yes, gatekeeper right there. So I had to come up with elaborate stories as far as who I was, <laughs> especially after I called them the second and third and fourth time, and we knew each other by name. You what know? was the crazy? What was the craziest story you ever <laughs> slipped through the gatekeeper to get to the dude? What, what do you was remember it? any like, stories? You're like that, a doctor that Clay, at an ER clinic, or I mean, what happened? Yeah, what, Clay, Clay knows this story because we would. I report you know once a week to him and, and everything, and so with the elaborate stories, I just I went all in, and so the most elaborate one I had was um, I was calling, and the whole story <laughs> was I'm calling this this Nutra shop, Nutrify, you know, health food store. They they carry supplements, pre workout, all that stuff. If if you're in the gym, and so um, I, I had I just could not get past this lady. You know, she knew oh, yeah. you know, what everything. So I I, I went with the uh, um, I was calling. And I was shipping sea turtles, baby sea turtles. This is a true story. True story. Baby <laughs> okay, sea okay. turtles. This is good. This is and the they were we on know. the way. Oh, yeah. And it was life or death because they could only stay out of the water so long. And so I, I said, I need to talk to someone that can make the decisions here. These baby sea turtles, their, their life is in jeopardy here. Were they were they green were they green sea turtles? This lady was. I'm just. Yeah. Like, we, we we recorded the calls, so this lady was convinced <laughs> that if she did not immediately get a hold of a decision uh, maker, baby these baby sea turtles <laughs> could this die. Real, this is real life. This is a true story. I can tell it's true. <laughs> but but there was about you know seventy percent were cold calls, and then and then thirty percent were follow up calls. And so she fell in that follow up call category. And so with those people, I had to come up with that new script. I had to come up with a creative story, and I. I needed to get to that person to make those decisions. Okay, wait a second. Time out. So let's go back to the sea turtle. Okay. So you're calling this lady. He has been just an absolute iron gate. Won't let you through. Accessibility. Won't let you through. That's and that's why she's answering the phone. By the way, because it's good at that. So you give her the story about sea turtles, and you got to talk to someone. And what and what does she say? I just I want to hear this conversation. What did she say then? Yeah. So I'm asking for an email, a phone number, who's in the back, and 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 I can hear in her voice that it changes. There's compassion. Oh yeah. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm who doesn't love a sea turtle? I'm, I think I'm crying on the phone a little bit, maybe. And so, <laughs> eventually, I get through, you know. And and so you got through to some dude or some lady or what? 
he's just a guy, and he's pissed and off. He's angry, you know. Because he doesn't like sea turtles. I mean, so, right. then, so then what was your story when you got to him? You're like, well, I don't really have a box <laughs> <with> sea turtles. <laughs> what what, did, what yeah. did you say then? Then it's, uh, I'm sorry, I have the wrong address. You know, it's actually the, the pre-supplement. Yeah, how did those work out for Because I'd send samples. I said, hey, the samples oh, yeah. I sent, how did those oh, work yeah. out for you? How, you know, the samples. how you doing? The sea turtles, a.k.a. BCAs, you know, you know pre-workout. Um, the whole deal was confusion. It was like when you get through, then you're going. So uh, yeah, and did you get the the sea turtles? No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, well, we it's kind of a marketing gimmick, you know. We'll mail out free samples of those with the sea turtles. Did you not go anyway? What do you think of the supplements? And then they're like, what? And they just kind of move on. But the thing is, he had to get through, so he would he would tell me we're driving home together because we used to ride to work together every day. We, we lived together. We yeah. did we did a lot of things together. But he lived with us, and we're driving home, and I'm like, what did you say? And he's like. Oh, bro, this is what I did. To, and he would get through. And one by one, he learned, though, entrepreneurship is solving problems and getting paid for it. And he started putting, having some wins, and he carried over that knowledge into the starting the elephant in the room, which is how we got the first customers by him going door to door, passing out gift cards, door to door, working his way up to the top of the summit club, convincing them to promote it to all their members, all just hacking through the, the tricky waters of entrepreneurship. Z. I'm surprised you didn't call it sea turtles. In the room, I don't know. So, did you use that? Was that a move you used a lot, or was that just a one-time one-off? One that, that was one that was a one-time. That, one that How was, did you get inspired yeah. on that? I mean, that pretty random to come up with. I've got sea turtles shipping he, that'll die. He has. I want, when we come back, I want him to tell how he was able to get cupcakes up into cupcake samples up into a heavily guarded downtown building where you can't heavily, come in. You have to have they security. Have like, top they have, security. They have, seriously, the doors are locked. IDs. They have a ton of security people. They all have weapons. They're all the, when you cannot go up to the executive floor. And we were doing the marketing for a bakery that was struggling. And this guy found his way to the top of the building. He nice. got in there. Today's show is Mo Money, Mo Problems. We're going to talk about how we first make some money. But then we're going to talk about the problems you run into as you start to make more money. Because it is more money, more problems. But you're exchanging small problems for big problems. I love problems like, how, how do I save money? How do I save more taxes? I have so much money, how do I pay less in taxes? That's a better problem than how do I feed myself? Stay tuned. DriveTimeShow.com. Uh, my name is Cody Albright, and this is my wife. Rachel Albright. And we are from Inola, Oklahoma. Uh, we don't actually own a business yet. We're starting uh, a business with my father-in-law, her dad, uh, Sierra Pools and Spas. We actually heard about it from my dad, who listens to the Thrive Time Show on 1170, and he's an entrepreneur, so he recommended this conference to us. I have learned mainly just the skills to get started with the business. I kind of came in like not knowing even where to start, where to begin, just feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the whole process. And I feel like Clay really gave us the information to not only get started, but once we do get started, to get moving with the business and actually get things rolling. Being in the beginning process, I, uh, I don't know much. I didn't come in into this uh, conference, I didn't know much about uh, sales, business, um, marketing, and uh, nothing I learned in high school. And so I, I feel like I learned actually a tremendous amount of things, practical things I could put to use. Uh, I would describe it very welcoming, uh, atmospheric, warm, is that a word? I guess. Yeah, it's very um, relaxed. Clay is very um, great speaker. He made it really fun, lots of energy. So yeah, it was a great experience. Very homey. It's awesome. It's a little bit eclectic, but um, you definitely get a sense of what they believe in 
and um, their energy here and their purpose here. You can definitely see it all over the walls and everywhere. I would describe him very well, a very well communicator, um, very funny, very energetic, uh, very passionate, very knowledgeable, uh, and just fun to listen to. He's very interactive. Um, play always was there to answer any questions that we have um, at any point we could answer any or ask any questions and he was very willing to answer them and even in between um, he's very approachable talk to him about anything I would say they're missing just the jump start to get their business to a place where it's um, um, serving them and where it's really making the profit that they want to see it's it's accomplishing the goals that they have in their mind I say they're missing the practical skills to make that happen. Clay does not try to upsell you on anything. Um, he's definitely here to just help you out. He wants to give you all the skills that um, you need to get your business where you want it to be. So there's no pressure. It's totally relaxed. Yes, I would say I describe it no pressure and I'm a people pleaser so um, I would fall into those sort of things and uh, things but yeah I would say it's very relaxed, very non-pushy. It's definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth the money um, because all the things that he's going to teach you, um, you learn them in a very quick amount of time, but they're all very applicable if you actually put in the time to use them. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio show. Today's show, we're talking about Mo Money, Mo Problems. But for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, you've discovered this show and you're saying, okay, what, what is this show? You guys gun to your head. You only have 30 seconds to explain. I'm going, whoa, whoa, this is a pretty intense scenario. You that put a gun, a gun to, gun to my your head. head. It's pretty intense, That's by the pretty way. pretty intense. That's a lot of hyperbole there, buddy. You calm down with that rhetoric. But I would say it is business school without the BS taught by real entrepreneurs. So as an example, Dr. Zellner is expanding his vast entrepreneurial empire today, this week, every day, every time he's, he takes time out of his schedule to be here. So he's expanding his memorial office. See, 25 years you've been in business and you're expanding both of your optometry clinics simultaneously, or you just finished one and now you're doing the yeah, other one. Harvard just moved in um, this last week. I've been seeing patients over the new space. And now I am starting the design, and hopefully within about 12 months, we'll be into a new space for the memorial location. So always growing, always expanding. I've done that uh, this year. I'll celebrate 26 years of having an eye clinic here in Tulsa, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I and tell you what, you, you gotta, when, you're, when you're doing things right, you're growing, and that's the bottom line. And when you're not, the problem is a lot of times I, I find with entrepreneurs, with business owners, um, we'll be talking over coffee or something. They'll be saying, man, I'm just, you know, my business isn't growing. I don't know what's wrong. I'm like, mm. you know, sometimes you don't know what it is you don't know. And Z, I have an audio of you sat down with a young man at a coffee shop and you, <laughs> oh, no. you looked around. Did and you, you film? Did you tape this? What you did is you looked around and yeah. you said, my co-host is always recording my always. conversations. You always record stuff. I have triple verified that this room is not being recorded. I know he's not recording this conversation. So please tell me what's limiting your growth. And the young man, the young man, and I only know this because I found a way to mic it without you knowing. Yeah. The young man says, I just don't know why I'm not growing. You talk to him, and then you realize that his, his team, he has a bad team. Of, they're, they're being poorly managed. His team is not being managed effectively. And you kind of looked at him, and this is what you said. And I have the audio, and I'm so glad I was there to capture it. Here it is. You can't. 
can't handle the truth. Ooh. And, you, and then and you looked back, and he looks back and goes, what? And then you just stood up. And, you can't handle the truth. And then you finally started to tell him, and because the truth hurts, sometimes it, it, people don't want to receive that stuff. And I, I think that, honestly, is a lot of why people love this show. Because when you sit down, I mean, our business coaching clients, we get paid to help them grow. So it's, it's just straight up. I mean, I'm just telling somebody, I'll say, hey, your website, um, I love you. You're a great guy. Um, your website needs to be fixed, and it's not Google c- compliant. And the client will say, but I don't want all those articles at the bottom of my site, and I don't want them to change. And I go, hey, 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 buddy, we need to change it. And they go, I, you, don't, you don't understand. I need to think about it. And then I'll say, what do we need to think about? And they go, um, my husband made it. And I'm going, you mean the guy right next to you? Yeah, he made the site. Well, Sir, on behalf of your wallet, we need to go ahead and make those changes. I love you, but we can't put up with mediocrity and change it. And they go, but I, and this is emo- emotions get in the way of the motion they need to take. It's always like, I need to fire this person, but you don't understand that they're a nice person and they're going through something. And so these emotional, emotion, Carlton Pearson once told me, emotion gets in the way of motion. Yeah, exactly. And I tell you what, you know, it's so fun. Over the break, you, we should have been recording this, Sam, but uh, Sam's our producer over there, the, the lumberjack. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a lumberjack. You were telling me that in 18 months, you took a real estate company from $0 and through our coaching and through your coaching and through your awesome, you know, cheerleading slash coaching slash mentoring went from zero to $24 million in sales. And to give credit to where credit is due, first off, that's about $450,000 of commission. Um, but this is how it works. This person was sprinting. Most, if you're a doer, by the way, Coaching is great for you. If you're somebody who's just like, just show me what to do and I'll do it. This person's running aggressively, moving forward, running, running, running. But the problem is if you don't know where you're going, you in theory could, if you if you hang too many lefts in a row, you ran in a circle. So you're making, you're doing a lot of activity, but you're not getting any, uh, you're not getting ahead. You're just taking action, but you're not being productive. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. So we just said, hey, let's focus on building the world's best website for your category. By the way, Thrivers, go check it out right now. Type in the letter D. D as in like dog, and then Sprick, S-P-R-I-K, dsprick.com. Check it out. Or just Google dsprick realty. I, I have a lot of clients I work with, so I can't remember the exact domain, but just Google dsprick realty, and there you will find her website. And Danielle Sprick, once she was shown what to do, she did it. And she did it again, and she did it again. Every week we meet. Every week we meet. There's no drifting. No drifting. We don't We don't skip a week. We don't forget to write crap down. We don't get demotivated. We don't take two weeks off for the holidays. We just do the stuff. She does the stuff, and then guess what? She then, her husband writes, wife bragging time, and he wrote on, he said, congratulations, honey. You did it. $24 million in her first year as her own broker, 18 months into the game. Her first year as a broker, she has a team of over 15 people, and she's just teaching them, mentoring them. I predict she'll do $50 million this year because of the, the seed she's been sowing. But is she a genius? No. Is she an idiot? No. Great person. Diligent doer, but she had to be shown the way. You know, it's kind of like I've got some good friends of mine, Clay, that are in great shape. Yeah. They're great physical shape. You look at them. I mean, you're starting to beef up a little bit right there. now. I'm you're getting, getting there. I mean, you're starting to get back to your to your glory days. Getting into the Viking. Back, getting up at 4 a.m. Back in your Viking glory days. And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen because they're not purposeful. They have a trainer. They have a, you know, a physical coach that tells them what to do at the gym. So, you know, there's steps. I mean, they first of all got to say, you know what? I want to be in better shape. 
None of our okay. li- none of our listeners have ever gone to the gym, Z, and, and bought the new shoes with the new pay- workout pants. Yeah, yeah. And have ever got in, gone in there and then started getting on that treadmill and yeah. lost motivation and then quit going but kept paying the gym membership. None of our listeners have ever done that. People who listen to our show. Well, they probably know somebody who's done it, so is the point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, sure. So th- my point is, though, first you've got to have the want. The want. And then you've got to go get your membership. Yep. And then you've got to get the trainer that tells you what to do. And then you've got to follow through and do it. And that's exactly, you know, it's an analogy, but it's the exact same thing in business. If you are starting a business or you want to start a business, and Forbes says there's almost 60%, about 57% of you out there that, that don't have a business now are thinking about or you want to start to do your own business, right? I mean, entrepreneurship is just rampant in this country. You know, capitalism and entrepreneurship is just, and then this, you, is, this is the hot spot And then you, do you run and you just run as fast as possible off that cliff and nine <laughs> out of 10 of you, according to Forbes, eight out yeah. of 10 of you will fail in that first yes, year. Yes, and that's according horrible. According to Inc., 91% of you will fail within a couple of years. Oh, and it's it. not because hate you're it. idiots. You're not because you're not trying. You just don't know what to do. You don't know what you... Yeah, exactly. So you say, listen, I want to start my business. And then a lot of people say, well, you know what? I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. I'm just going to make a lot of mistakes, and I'm going to learn from it like that. And I'm just going to kind of limp along, and hopefully the bills will not outpace the money that comes in. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. I'm, hopefully. Going, I'm hopefully. going fast. I'm, I'm going as fast as I can. I got a hole in my wagon, and there's a lot of other stuff's falling right. out of that thing, but I just want to go faster. Just go faster. But some of you will say, you know what? Um, even the CEO of Google has a business coach. Wait Maybe. a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to Google what? what you just said. I don't trust you. I'm going to Google. Google, <laughs> the, the CEO, CEO of Google, Eric okay. Schmidt, okay. and Fortune Magazine, and verify that he did say that the number one advice that he would give to any business person is what, Z? Get a business coach. Uh-oh. So then you say, okay, I want to start a business. Boom, got that. Okay, now I'm going to I'm going to get a business coach, right? right? So what do I do? Where do I go? And that's what we have done over the last couple of three years. We've built Thrive15.com, which is your business coach in your pocket. Now I mean, it's right there in your pocket. Now, when we come back, Justin Moore, the founder of Elephant in the Room, full disclosure, he's my brother-in-law. He's built a very successful business, and we're talking about Mo Money, Mo Problems. We're going to hear about his infamous cupcake story, how he was oh, able yeah, to mass market cupcakes in a highly secured building by learning his sales techniques. And then we're going to talk about the challenges that he's run into as he's grown his business to now have thousands of members in three locations. He's in the process of opening two more. Stay tuned. ThriveTimeShow.com. My name is Brian Zimmerman. I'm from Castle Rock, Colorado. I own an e-learning platform that educates and teaches people how to start side incomes. There's a few things that I've learned here, one being just the ease in having a system of actually starting a business and then executing it. And then also being able to build systems around your entire process when it comes to building a successful business. I first heard about the Thrive Business Coaching Platform through an ad or something I I seen online and I was a veteran and so I was um, able to join their veteran program and start the Thrive program that way and I've since become a coaching client and, and have worked with Thrive now for almost two years. I describe the overall workshop experience is phenomenal. It's it's great. I love the environment. I love the way that Clay presents and teaches. It's a way that not only allows me to comprehend what's going on, but he explains it in a way to where it just makes sense and it's an easy to follow process. For anyone that's ever been to the Thrive 15 headquarters, I would describe it as showing up to Disneyland <laughs> only for business experience. It's, it's, it's an amazing place. The environment's great. Uh, the team is amazing, 
And um, even better is just, it's a really cool environment with the quotes and the different decor all over the place. This place is awesome. Yeah, I would describe Clay's presentation and teaching style as the, he's almost like, he's a comedian, um, but he explains it in a way to where he adds humor and it's fun, it's exciting. It keeps you engaged. You don't feel like you're falling asleep or getting bored. There's a lot of conferences and other things that I've been to where it's like, I'm itching to stand up. Uh, but it's almost uh, here, I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm gauged and I'm ready to learn at all times. And so it's been fun. The interaction level has been great. There's segments where there's breakouts to where Clay's ready, he's available to answer any questions. The communication between the other classmates has been great. I've learned different things from other members that have been here as well. So the engagement has been phenomenal. I, I love it, it's been great. For anyone that's never attended a Thrive 15 workshop, you're missing out on community. You're missing out on support. I think it's important to be able to step away from your business and not only step away from your business, but to engage with other business owners so you can learn their perspectives, their ideas, and what it is that they're learning and really get an altitude perspective of what it is that you're doing so you can see other ways to actually fix and correct what it is that you're doing so you can grow and build your business. The Thrive Conference is different from a lot of other seminars and trainings because there is no upsells. There is you're not expecting for that, oh, wait a minute, oh, here it comes, here's that pitch, and the next thing you know, people are running, standing up and running in the back of the room or worried about another sales pitch. There's none of that here. It's straight content, how you can build, how you can grow your business, and then you implement what it is that you can with your business, and then you execute it. I would recommend that other people attend the Thrive 15 workshop because if you're looking for an easy process to follow, a step-by-step -step system, and have support and guidance, this is where it's at. I have attended a lot of different trainings, a lot of different seminars, and I don't think there's been anything as easy to follow, at least for me, as this, not only the teaching style, but then the direction and the implementation and the plans that they've laid out here at Thrive 15. All right, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on the radio. It is business school without the BS. And a lot of people, what we need is we need a common enemy, right? If we're listening right now, don't we all need something bigger than ourselves to believe in? Don't people look for a team or an organization or something to, to, to get behind, to get it's an, a common enemy or a common goal? That's what we're all about. We, we didn't even graduate from OSU or OU or TU, but you bought the shirt, you go to the games, and you're pumped up. You're, you, didn't, you didn't graduate there. They don't pay you. you. There's no reason, but you're like, you're arguing with a man who's in his 40s about how your team is superior to his college team. Neither one of you graduated from that college, but you're passionate about a common thing, which is OSU football or TU football. Well, I'm going to tell you what, many people spend more energy and more emotional, more, more emotional energy, energized time, bringing energy to a team they do not play on than they do for their own lives. So it's like you're, 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 you're making, you're getting there, you're tailgating, which is a great thing to do, by the way. You're tailgating, you're getting the shirts, you're getting the hats, you're doing all the things, and you're cheering for a team that you do not play for, who doesn't even know you're cheering. But, but, but when it comes to your own life, you, for whatever reason, cannot motivate yourself enough to do it because everybody listening, Z, everyone listening, if you come to our in-person workshops, I guarantee that every single person listening, we will teach you specifically how to make over $100,000 this year. 
and I could give you endless examples, and I will continue to do it each week, and we care enough about you to not accept mediocrity. So if you want to make $100,000, Z, if you, they want to join the six-figure club, we can show them how to do it. Am I correct? Absolutely. I'll tell you what, uh, and some of the, you know, the good thing about it, every one of our shows ends up as a podcast on thrivetimeshow.com. Mm. And I think it was a couple of days ago, you went through like three or four or five, like very specific examples of things that people could do um, this year to make over 100K. You know, it's kind of almost like people are sitting there going, yeah, I just, I want to do my own business, but I don't know what to do. Thriver you know, friend I, of mine was just on Dave Ramsey, Z, uh, named Nick Wagner. Yep. Nick Wagner is a former employee. He's on Dave Ramsey because he's debt free. They featured him. He's finally debt free and he's a top performing realtor. And you know how old he is? A lot younger than most of you. And why is he the top? Why is he? He's not even in his 30s. And Homeboy is just stacking Killing up. Killing it, huh? Yeah, cash. He's just a top producing real estate agent. He's applying these moves, these sales moves. Now, Justin, you were taught the, the, the dark arts of sales. And so one of the assignments you had when you were get, we were getting going was we were marketing a bakery downtown. And they were struggling with sales. And the goal was to offer free samples of the cupcakes to all and, and of the, the of the gourmet desserts to all of the downtown businesses, and most of the downtown businesses have a security guard, and you can't get up to the floor you want to go to unless the security guard walks you up personally. So I want to know how did you get to the top of some of these heavily guarded buildings consistently? What were the moves, the sales moves that you learned? Yeah, so just for the record, uh, a big fan of Thrive Fifteen. I don't, I don't know if you're a first client or I was it kind of in. In the, in the beta, the testing, but but we, we spent two hours and there were several businesses that we were involved together. Now, now these were businesses that I was involved in, but it wasn't my my passion or my dream that I was selling. I just mentioned um, the sports supplement company. Now we're talking about the cupcakes. Cupcakes. So so we were helping this young lady with her brand, her product, amazing product. And most listeners right now, maybe you have this idea or a product and it's amazing, but you don't know how to get in front of people. You don't know how to get people in your showroom. Right, I knew I had had amazing build out with Elephant in the Room, but I needed Clay, I need Thrive Fifteen to market, do the SEO, to do uh, Google search for me, all that stuff that was gonna get people in on a regular basis, and, and then I would take care of them from there. And I don't want to um, mention the name of her business because I don't haven't talked to her about this ahead of time, but I just want to share this example. This product was awesome. If Amazing. you're listening right now, I Amazing. bet you that your product's awesome too, right? You're like, it's so good, it's gonna sell itself until you see that checking account get smaller and smaller, and you realize. No one's going to buy it. And so here we were. This person's an award-winning dessert company, Justin. And they're award- they've won every award. They TV, TV, the shows, TV shows. TV right? shows. Yeah. Won the awards. So and- we're, we're downtown Tulsa. And um, every day, f- five hours of just handing out cupcakes, right? And, and so we got to <laughs> get the product in the hands of the consumer. So we're giving away something for free in return of... Um, we're gonna we're gonna get their birthday cakes. We're gonna get their office um, parties. We're gonna get their wedding cakes. Right, the that's, freemium that's the, right? model. Right, the freemium. It's a and premium service, but we want to earn it by giving you something free. Right, and p- people struggle with that, but it, it it works. Trust me, it works. If your brand, if your product's that good, it works. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. You're listening to the Thrive Time Show. So we've got these cupcakes. I've got five to six hours every day. In the beginning, um, it's just a matter of time until you run out of real estate. So I'm I'm, I'm hitting up. Um, the high rises, I'm going through the offices. Now, it, it's easy. When you walk upstairs, there's no security guards. It's a smaller building. What you did you not know, in. full disclosure, I've never shared this with you, but I, you have to know this because I didn't believe that you were going to do it because I'm, I'm you're, 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 a guy who, you're a guy who's different now than you used to be. This is true. It's but I didn't believe that you were doing it. Now, at the time, I was in charge of all of the real estate marketing for Canbar Properties, which owned one third of downtown. So the Summit Club, 
the Bank of America Tower, and they have cameras. And I told him, if you don't see this guy through, tell me. And I told the security guys, every time that a guy tries to get through, I have a guy I'm very concerned. There's someone who keeps trying to get into the building, just pestering our tenants. Please tell me if he tries to come by. So all the security guys knew. So I'm getting reports. This guy just keeps coming by. So I know. I know With cupcakes. What's, yeah. Right. And so you, he, right. he got past the the, the 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 SWAT team of geniuses. So, so continue. at first it started out easy. I'd get up. I'd get up to the first building. There's there was no security guard, and I realized that I'd walk into the office. You have the uh, office assistant, you know, you know, answering the phones up there. And but I don't want just her. I want everyone in front of me so I can at once give my sales pitch. The whole team. Uh, tell them who I am. All that stuff. The whole team, right? And so at first I'm like, hey, I've got cupcakes. So I realize what I have. I have a delicious treat that's sugary that that people love. You know, it's like a, or, 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 a grand, uh, organic, 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 yeah, yeah, gourmet cupcakes. And so I, I realize, hey, um, right off the bat, I, I've got to create a scenario here. And so I just make up a name. So and you're I gonna said, love this, Sally. Sally's here, and they're like, no, Sally doesn't work. I said, oh my gosh, it happened again. Sally, oh my gosh, they're going to fire me. It's not Sally's birthday, because I have a whole tra- a tray of cupcakes. I can't bring these back to the office. I can't bring this back Somebody's to the bakery. Somebody's ordered these. i got to bring these gotta by. Take. And they're like, they call on everyone, Jimmy, you got to see this. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. This, this guy made a mistake. they're gorgeous cupcakes. Right? They're, they're gourmet. So they call everyone in for this <laughs> mistake, supposedly, right, that happened someone's birthday, I ordered cupcakes. 20 people gathered around. And by the way, I've got cards to hand out. I've got phone <laughs> numbers. And, 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 and they feel sorry for me, though. They're, they're passionate. Oh my, oh my gosh. Can we hug you? You made can these we, yourself. You know, oh, oh my gosh. gosh they're oh, amazing. Right? So that was one move there. And then. <laughs> Same move when I had the security guards. I'd, I'd walk in. I say, "Hey, just serious, like sir, we rush. need to see ID, sir. Right? We need to see ID." Oh my gosh, I, you know, but, but Mr. Smith needs upstairs. It's, it's for the birthday. I'm sorry, I'm so late. You know, I'm probably double parked Mr. right Smith, now with guy upstairs, and they just send me on through, right? And so I would get upstairs, and the and security once, guy. Yeah, let's make sure we're getting guy. this. The security guard would go, uh, "Sir, you need to see show ID. This is a this yeah. is his job. You, sir, I need to see ID. I cannot let you go upstairs." He's like. I have got to get this to Mr. Smith. It's it's the birthday. It I looked to official, though. If I looked like I was sketchy, if I looked like I didn't, which I didn't. I didn't have an appointment. We're in dress clothes. Right. I had to look official, and they just, <laughs> they just pass you on by. You look official. You look the part. And so you didn't know what you did is you learned these moves that you then applied to your own business when you started it. You learned diligence, sales, uh, what persistence, mindset, motivation, marketing, packaging. You learned all of that by doing something, not in business school. And then you started your own business and you realized this is easy. This is an easy thing. Just marketing, this is so easy. And so now Elephant in the Room has started to gain some traction, Z. And so, Z, would you guess that he's probably run into some problems after he hires like employee 70? There's probably some new problems, some new new problems. Yet nothing that a cupcake wouldn't fix, so I'm sure. You're like, hey, folks, I know you're a horrible employee and you're not showing up on time and you're not doing your job, but you know what? Let's sit around the break room table and just eat cupcakes the rest of the day. Why I'm sure that's what he does. Guys, I, I've, that been, watching, sounds like it would I've fix been watching a lot everything. of TED Talks, and why don't we all just go out and do trust falls? We'll With form uh, a committee. Into cupcakes. Let's all talk about how we feel about how we feel. Stay tuned. Thrive Time Show. Mo money, mo problems. I'm Augustine Icapelli, and I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and uh, CEO of Augustino Brewing. Well, I heard about them from, uh, uh, I'd already been a Thriver on uh, Thrive 15, and uh, through that platform, I found out that uh, there were in-person workshops and uh, one-on-one coaching available, so I decided to uh, check it out, and it's been fantastic. 
Oh, I've learned uh, a lot about uh, how we're going to better target our online presence for our business to attract and bring more people into uh, the doors of our brick and mortar uh, brewery and restaurant. For any of you in the lobby engaging in an incredible, incredible lunch there, courtesy of Oklahoma Joe's, I, I, I hate to interrupt your lunch there, but I will tell you, this is the Thrive Time Show on your radio where you come to learn what you need to know to make your wallet grow. And why would you want to make your wallet grow? Z, why the heck would you want, I mean, that, that's, think about the, the pain, I mean, you probably start to get, you have to see a chiropractor like your brother, you know, Dr. Chuck Zellner, if you have a one one side of your, you know, your pants is bigger than the other because you're carrying this heavy wallet, I mean, the, the struggles of the carrying a wallet and then all the taxes. I mean, it just seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work. And the, and particularly since the name of this program is Mo Money, Mo Problems. So they're sitting there going, why do I want more money if it's going to give me more problems? Because they're new problems. They're, they're, they're better problems. They are. But that's the key. Mo Money, better Mo Problems. And this is a, a kind of a tornado show where we go up and down real fast. And so emotionally, people are going, I don't know how. Kind of like a roller coaster? So I'm going to give you this shallow end of the pool and the deep end real fast within 30 seconds. Shallow end of the pool is this. Uh, my wife and I were talking the other day and we said, hey, you know, we should buy some TVs for the office. We need to get eight of these, you know, screens for the office. And then, you know, I, I want to be a good steward of the, of the finances. But the guy's like, well, this one is 479 and this one's 449 And I'm not stressing out about a $22 difference. What I'm stressing out about is how much time it's taking to have this discussion about a $20 savings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a new problem. I have more money than time. That's that's a new new problem. But on a deeper end, um, insurance. We have five kids, and I'm gonna tell you what: health insurance is expensive, and being able to pay the bill for that feels good. And there was a time in our life where we couldn't pay the bill for that, and so being able to pay that feels good. And so I'm just telling you right now, Thrivers, you're gonna exchange some problems for other problems. And so before we left you, before we went to break, we were talking about how Justin Moore, founder of Elephant in the Room, full disclosure, my brother-in-law, he has built this very successful business, Elephant in the Room, and he started off just the problems of trying to market it, trying to sell it, trying to convince anybody to come in. I mean, he's asking my dad to get his hair cut, and my dad's being reluctant, going, Justin keeps asking me, and I, I kind of like where I, I go. pressured. Yeah, and everyone, he's like, I just feel pressured. Kirk Fryer, Kirk Fryer, I think honorary member number first, one. First, yeah, number Kirk, one right there. Kirk, Shout Kirk, out. Kirk came in, and he says, the haircut took like an hour, and I, I just, I can't have a man cut him. I can't be with a man at all for an hour. I just there's never no scenario where I could be. And I go, Kirk, you got to go back. And now he loves it. It's his favorite thing. The haircuts are like 27 minutes. The whole thing is different. So long story short, the business has taken off. Now we have thousands of members. There is three locations. So what are the problems that you're running into now that you didn't have in the past? So it's it's all about systems, duplicatable training. So there's only one in me. We've got over 70 employees. So you've got to train people to handle the tasks that you used to handle. So now you can focus on growing your business, not maintaining your business. And next to you, you've got kind of your right-hand man. He's the call center manager. Action Jackson, yeah. how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And how long have you worked with, with Justin at this point? I mean, when did you lose the life bet and you had to come work for Justin? When did that happen? I mean, it's probably, it's probably been about a year now. About a year? Yeah. Okay, so about a year. And now, have there ever been times, Justin, since you guys have been working together, where, you know, for let's, let's, take, let's take Jackson's side of it. Have there ever been times where he's asked you to do something and you have no idea what the heck he's talking about and you're going, I would love to do it, but there's not a system for it. There's no plan. There's nothing written down. Has, you ever had that, has that ever happened to you? 
all the time. So what would be like a recent example where you thought, okay, I would love, I would have loved a, a system to be here right now instead of me just hacking away. Hmm. He's marinating. Yeah, He's marinating. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I mean, there, there there's different things. Um, as far as like our outbound calls go, like he changes up stuff all the time on that. Like it, it, it went from having the script that we originally have. And now we've got a new script where it's everybody, you're you know, you're, you're a winner. winner. And you're winning. The, and here's the deal. Here's the deal. Elf and the Rumors, if you're listening, we want you to come back. We haven't seen you for 90 days. So Justin introduced a new script. But Z, when you write a new script, right, and you give you write the new script, and then you give it to someone to do, what is the gap between, hey, here's the script, and then them doing it? Where does that, where does it tend to, tend to fall apart? Hey, I made the script, but they're not doing it. What happens? Well, I mean, if you have A-plus players, you don't have, you don't have that drop-off, you know, because people understand that the script's important, and they get a new script. They're like, okay, I've been following a script, so now this is the new script. I'm going to do the new script, you know. But what happens is sometimes is you get employees that are sometimes smarter than you. Mm-hmm. And they say to themselves, hey, you know, this new script's no good. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stay the old script because the old script I had down. I had it down. I had a high success rate. It was a better script. I knew what I was doing. I'm a rock star. I'm going and, back know, to the good old days. And just because you own it, you don't know better than me because I'm the one making all the calls all day. You're just sitting around collecting money now and looking good and yeah. driving your new car and wondering out where you're going to put your new location and all that. And That's I'm the right. one. I'm one in here grinding and doing all the business it's the, now. It's on my back. It's, I, it's I carry me. this business, baby. It's me, baby. And so, so what happens is, is that sometimes when you don't have an A plus, you know, here's the thing: A plus employees are, are great to have and they're easy to recognize. And you go, okay, those are those are rock stars. That's a unicorn. That's a unicorn. And then the bad employees, let's call them the the F or the D. Uh, they're also easy to recognize, and you, say, and you say, you know what? Uh, it's not working out. You no longer, you no longer work here. I've, I've elevated you to customer status. Please leave now. And, right? and, and by the way, it just so we're clear, thrivers. These are words that I've. This is what Doctor Zellner will say if he's clearly addressed to you that it's not working out, and you've done the write-ups, you followed the laws. This is exactly the words that he will say. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. You're listening to the Thrive Time Show. Z, what are the words you say? It's not working out. You are fired. Please leave. And here's what? here's my rebuttal. I have three rebuttals real quick because okay, I want okay. the role play. The thrivers need to get good and at I'm this. Ninja them if up. you own a business and you can't, and you're not firing some. I'm sorry. If you have over 50 employees and you're not intentionally encouraging somebody to move on, at least every two or three weeks, there's something weird going on because you don't have a high enough intentional turnover. So here's the deal. You said it's not working out, and here's my response. But. But Jackson always gets to do it. How come Jackson gets to do it? I, 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 did, I, I don't know what Jackson's doing. I don't know what we're talking about. It's not working out. Please leave your fire. Rebuttal number two. But I have kids, and I have to support my kids. And the kids, I have to feed them, and it's so expensive. I, I understand it's not working out. You're fired. Please leave. But the final one. Gosh, that sounds mean, doesn't it? The final it? one. Sam's final one. over there laughing. Sam, that's me. It just sounds mean, but you know The what? final one. The final one. Okay. Could, could we, I, just, I promise I'll do better if you'll just coach me. I promise. I just want to know what I could have done better. Please. Okay, you wore me down. You still got your job. I tell you what. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> three times. I can't handle it if you ask me three times, and I can't. I don't have a rebuttal for the third time. You can stay. I'm sorry. You, you know what? Cave. I'm sorry. You I'm can't sorry. cave. Plus, I'll give, you, I'll give you a raise and a better schedule. I'm so sorry. But you say it's not working out every time. No, it's not working out. I'll tell you what. If you uh, manage people, you own your own business, it'll save you hours, hours of frustration. Because what will happen is they'll, they'll want to know, okay, listen, I know I'm no longer working here, but coach me how I can be better in my next job. Oh, that's a trap. That's a trap. And what they're really saying is I'm going to sit here and argue with you for an hour and prove to you that you shouldn't be firing me. And that's just a frustration of time because now you've already decided you're letting them go. You've already gone through all the mental 
it's you know what the fire mental pe- calling cleanse, yeah, fire, cleansing. Fire, firing people is never fun and i'm not saying it's fun and i'm not trying to make it out of something fun and, and it is not a fun thing by the way you know but in the no. long haul if it's not a good fit for them and not a good fit for you you're the one that matters it's your business and everything should go through the filter of what's best for my business and if you being here isn't best for my business see you later so- Alligator. So I want to ask Justin. Okay. I want to ask Justin this because Justin, when you built the business, you had some people you had to hire, and it became clear they were past their expiration date, like some milk. And you look at that, and it's like 31 days past. But you're a single guy, you know. So the move is you're going, and you're smelling it like you're somehow going to discover if it smells right. Like we've like we're all a milk smelling specialists. So you're like, I'll oh, go ahead and give her a whirl. You take a swig of that. Next thing you know, you go. Oh, no. And it's already down the hatch. Oh, no. And it just, that queasiness, your body begins to alert your brain that danger, you begin nauseous. That's your body's way to say, hey, danger, you put something crazy in there. Talk to me about why it was so hard at first to let people go versus where you're at now. So I would say if you're, if you're starting a company out there, go big, go, go and go fast. Because we, we were small when we started. We had four chairs. So we had four grooming professionals. If we lost or I fired one of them, potentially we could lose 25% of our business. True. That is huge, right? Especially when uh, you're living at your, your sister's house and uh, you can't, you're single because you can't afford a date. And, you know, I'm not talking about my story or anything, but, you know. Other people. Right, yeah. So. Um, it was him. But, and you're working 100 hours a week for the rest of your life and this is this is how it's going to be. You yeah. know, you're the greatest uncle ever. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized I was in that stage as long as possible. So I would say if, if you're in that stage and you're just feeling overwhelmed, go big and go as fast as you possibly can. You know, and, and I got an email once from a young lady that said, you're looking desperate. You're always having to hire an ad on Craigslist. And I said, that's straight. I'm always hiring people. I'm always growing. I will never stop. And we invest on a weekly basis into a, a whole platform of hiring candidates. Z, are you ready for a Trump-tastic fact? Bring it on. Here's the deal. I don't care whether you're a Trump fan, you're an Obama fan, you're a Reagan fan, you're a Bush fan. Government does not create jobs. Justin creates jobs. Z creates jobs. How does he do it? The business grows and the customer votes with their dollars. The customer votes with their dollars. They say, I like the service, so I'm going to come on back and bring friends. And when they come back and bring friends, then Justin has to say, hey, you know what? We need to hire. So this week we're adding, what, three more positions for the call center, three more seats for the call center, two more seats, two more seats. Two more seats, and we have about five employees we just added. So we added five more employees because you, the customers, were so thankful for you. You, the customers, say, hey, we're voting with our dollars. We came in for the $1 one-time haircut. We come in. The, we know the first haircut's a dollar. We came in, and we liked it so much, we're coming back. And we come back. we got Action Jackson in the box. we got Justin yeah, yeah. Moore. we got Dr. Z. We're going to talk about Mo Money, more problems, and the problems that you're going to experience as you grow from a baby business to a real adult business. Stay tuned. Throughout Time Show. I'm Jared Powelka. I'm originally from Denver, but I live right here in Tulsa. So I have some friends that uh, are involved in Thrive. They referred me to it uh, just about two years ago. I'm involved in an investment banking business. We provide uh, financial consulting around M&A, mergers and acquisitions, capital sourcing, and we also provide uh, accounting and uh, strategic finance uh, consulting to business owners. Definitely just how important it is to drive early on in your, your business development sales and systematizing your strategy, um, sales and, and workflows. It, it, it almost couldn't get any simpler. It's uh, no fluff. That's the first thing that comes to mind. No fluff. You're going to hit the ground running with practical business tips that, that cover the gamut. But we only really talk about 
what's relevant. Uh, there's a whole world of things that can confuse you, but we just we just really focus on nuts and bolts. It's easy to get here. It's uh, you certainly pick up immediately on what's going on. You know, sometimes you kind of have to warm up to it. That that's not going on here. You hit the ground running, and actually, if uh, you're not paying attention, you might get left behind. Clay is uh, he's funny, but he's brutal. I don't know if you can have that in the same person, but he is. He's uh, their, their humor is used to illustrate a point. So I describe describe Clay as again no fluff, someone who's direct and to the point. Doesn't normally waste a lot of words to get to. Uh, practical tips and ways to even customize it for your business. There's an opportunity to interact with him, which that's probably why you come here. So you're going to interact with fellow conference goers, drivers, uh, and Clay and part of his staff. So uh, there's breaks. You're going to interact at you know deeper level in between, but you can raise your hand and ask questions on an interactive basis. It's not going to be a crowd of 5,000. So if you've never attended a Thrive Time workshop, you're missing a, a, a chance to really get down to brass tacks in a short time period. You know, you're going to spend two days, whereas it might be otherwise wasted at a lot of other conferences. You're going to come away, probably save yourself five years of business school. It's not a stretch to say save yourself maybe five years of business school in two days. So, um, you know, there's not a product to sell. There's value that you receive immediately. And I think there's ample opportunity for you to follow up but you're gonna sell yourself into different things. If you've enjoyed your time here, you'll be looking for more interaction from Thrive15.com, from the books that's, that Clay and his uh, mentors and people that he works with, they, they've all collaborated to create incredible products that you might have interest in afterwards. But in the conference itself, there's no upsell. You owe it to yourself. If there's such a thing as cheating yourself by not doing something, this is it. If you don't come and spend the, the investment in yourself and in your business, you're, uh, you're cheating yourself. That's, that's what I would say to people. That's what you're missing out on. You don't know what you're missing out on. I'm telling you. I might even pay for your, it might be crazy to say, but I might even pay for your, your uh, time here. It's that, worth, it's that worthwhile. Glad to refer anybody to it. If you are listening right now from Oklahoma, maybe you're in Oklahoma, maybe you're maybe one of our thrivers out there in Tennessee, maybe you know more of you are listening from not in Oklahoma than in Oklahoma. We have podcasters all over the world in 50 countries, and we don't have any verifiable evidence. We don't have any facts. I just have a lot of speculation mixed with paranoia. And see, I believe that the Klingons could be listening. Aliens, you know, Klingons, the Romulans, the Wookiees, they're all listening from other planets. Um, do you, do you as, as a business coach, as a guy, you've seen it all, you've done it all, you've traveled around the world. Do you, do you believe, one, that there are aliens, and two, if there are aliens, do you believe that they are tuning into this, <laughs> to this podcast? Yes, because we're getting downloads from unusual places that are like outer, I think like, you know, Saturn or someplace like that. Had to download. I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. John said we have a hot pocket for some reason, a hot pocket, hot pockets of subscribers in Singapore right now and Australia. He's like, they're Ooh. just, they love, you're big. And it's people in South Korea, not kidding, South Korea. For some reason, there's a lot of people who like uh, entrepreneurship in South Korea because their country, the way it's set up. A lot of people in Australia, a lot of Singapore, a lot of the Asian countries. Um, but the thing is, is that you as a thriver, what you're doing is you're realizing one by one that, hey, these guys are actually helping real business owners. And one by one, you Google stuff like Delrict 
Research Lab. It's D-E-L-R-I-C-H-T Research Lab. You find them in New Orleans and you go, wait a minute, they're, they're growing. Some of you actually picked up the phone and have called actual thrivers and said, Is this, does this actually work? Because it kind of feels like uh, steroids. But we have this concept here. Z and I are all about long money and long term. Okay, So we don't want to do short term moves to generate you quick cash. Because if you take the shortcuts and you hurt your customer, your database, and your brand, long term, you're not going to grow. And so we teach Z the moves that will help you grow your business more quickly. But we also understand you've been an optometrist for 25 years, my man. I mean, this wasn't an overnight success. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. And one of the things that we found out on our you know, business coaching platform, our online business school, without the BS called Thrive15.com, which, oh, by the way, is like $1 for the $1? first month. One, I mean, one US dollar, $1 by, dollar, by the way. Like total of $1. That's it. And then every month after that's $19, and you spend more on junk food at the or the coffee probably at the thing on the thing about the thing but the thing we found is that we have more subscribers now that are outside the u.s of course the population i mean we think the u.s is you know we have so much gross national you know product and we you know we have we're such a wealthy country but yet there's so many people around the globe that look to us for business coaching for entrepreneurship for leadership and that's one of the reasons why we're so excited about thrive15.com when you approached me about three years ago now and say, hey, let's scale business coaching. You know, there's people in you know, all over the world in India and Singapore and South Korea, as you just mentioned, yep. that want that DNA that we have here in the USA. You know, the, the USA's DNA about entrepreneurship, and they look to us and they say, this is a, this is a country that has it sorted out. This is a country that encourages it. This is a country where I can go to and learn. And so they find us and they just and they love it because it's practical business steps. It's stuff they can do. It's not this, you know, walk on hot coals, this, you know, Everybody you can, walk on hot coals. You know, a bunch of business cheerleading, which is a part of it, but it's the practical steps. And that's why, you know, it's so fun to see people around the world learn and grow their business from the mentors that we have on our website. And so what we're talking about today is once you grow your business as a result of learning from the mentors on our website, you will have mo money, mo problems. So Justin, what are some other problems that you're dealing with now at Elephant in the Room? Or, or, or if I am a business uh, speaker, I will say opportunities for growth. But what are, what are the, the big problems right now where you look at it and go, Okay, that's a problem we have now that we didn't have before, and here's how I'm solving it. So when you say say problems, you, you know they, these are good problems to have. You know these are things that you you look for. And early on, you know when we pulled together our our fifteen thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars, we pumped it up. We pumped yeah. a fifteen thousand. For for me, that was uh, a year's worth of wedding photography. Oh yeah, that was okay. another business that we we did there, right? We did. So yeah. um, uh, ultra successful wedding photography. Um, you know, so so that was was a big deal, fifteen thousand. So, um, but but now, you know, that the problems on on a big scale. Um, you talked about paying uh, taxes. You know, so I instead of complaining about it, I've looked and said, hey, I want to pay as much as possible. I feel good about that. I want to contribute to society. And the more I pay in taxes, means the more I'm personally making. So with our company, our business, but understanding also, just because you're making more, doesn't mean that you need that house, that car, because that. Those aren't assets. And so we, for five years, have reinvested into our shops to create that growth. So you talked about long-term instead of short-term. So the short-term would be like, get that fancy car, get that house, the vacations, the whole you know party scene. But we, we 
are doing it long term, and so we've re- reinvested into the the businesses, and we've we've opened um, you know three shops. And now you got two more. You're two two more. You're working on one in Jinx, uh, one in Owasso. Very excited to see where you where you decide the perfect fit, the most convenient location is for the customers. Very exciting times. But now Action Jackson here, he's on the show with you today. Now he he runs the call center for Elephant in the Room. Correct? That's is me. That, okay. Now Jackson, you were recently asked to help with build out. So here's a problem I saw. Justin had this awesome vision for the new downtown location. By the way, if you haven't been right. to it, see, have you been in there yet? No, I have not. See, I need to. I've on. got a dollar. On. I've got a dollar. That's I'm coming for my yeah. first. My first haircut's only a dollar. That's is that, and that's what you say. I mean, I don't. I've never. You've I don't got. You got to try an experience. You got to. I don't, I don't know. That's come check true. That's what they say. Every, every time I, I go out um, on the your your seventy uh, first location, I ask for you because I know you're not there. But I, I dropped the, the name. That's what I try to do. So I, I take employees. I get some glass. I get my glass about once every two years. But well, you, I do appreciate yeah. the business, by the way. Thanks I look. For I look much. for the, the Porsche outside, and <laughs> but <laughs> you need to come by. So seriously, we're gonna harass you next time I'm on. on, I'm on I next do need week. to come by. My next haircut, I will come by for a dollar and get it. And at least the shampoo wash. Right, the shampoo But then wash. I know I can't. I can't I'll yeah. get a membership. I'll pop. I'm sure you have a platinum membership every for week. Me. Every week you won't and leave. It's going to be like you know every day they're going to come by and we'll we'll send a stylist as well. No, Justin is so good at sales that this is how your this is how your checkout process is going to go. So okay. you ready for this? Here we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Role play. What's going to happen? So did you enjoy your experience today? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Well, are, how familiar are you with our memberships? I have no idea. Well, basically, our memberships allow you to use our facility more often at a discounted rate. And so what we do is all of our memberships include our standard haircut includes the paraffin hand dip, the hot towel treatment. You get edge ups and cleanups in between, you know, haircuts. You get one haircut a month. You get an adult beverage, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have three options. This one, this one. This one is most popular. Now, now for you, though, this is what Justin's going to do to you. Uh, we, we have what we call the throne package. It's off the, <laughs> the menu. Platinum, platinum, <laughs> it's the platinum throne. Plus, the platinum and plus. it's $5,200 one time. And what that'll include is your own throne with your name with an engraved Parking Z spot. on the chair. Ooh, Ooh, like that. And it has a, a nice chair. It might look like one from your home Ooh. that we might or might out have moved <laughs> over. It. And uh, it, it does include a suit of armor that we might or might have relocated from your nice. house. That's there. And, and that would be now, do you want to do that package or that package? And then you will somehow just go. I do want you have like package. a thr- do you have like a platinum throne package where I can get something else thrown in there like a like a chicken sandwich or something? See, I'm telling you, a when you go in there, you're going to run into a lot of guys because a lot of the, barbecue. We a lot of the decision makers come in there. Yeah, it includes a lifetime of ribs. He's going to sell you some super package. So watch, he's going to make up some off the menu package. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to the Thrive Time Show. So you guys are doing the build out. Justin has this huge vision, but the problem with the huge vision, this is the problem I have. I'm sure Z has never had this problem, but it's a problem we all have when you start we start seeing success you have entrepreneurship time where your concept of time and space are not in line with reality so you're like well that build out should take me like 40 hours but it's really like 400 hours so next thing you know you're in the call center working the day right jackson yeah well, how, yep. what was your what was your schedule he, during the day he, he, he said hey i'm open to help and once you say that Uh-oh. i don't think he it's realized what he's into. i'm open game to over. help jackson walk me through a typical day during that last week what time did you start work we'll see that last week you know i started at like 7 30 in the morning in the call center and then when did you end your work day like two in the morning three in the morning sounds reasonable and that was a thing. So then it became the normal that Jackson's working like 22 hours a day, 21 hours a day. <laughs> Crazy. Just unbelievable. But the thing is, that's what entrepreneurship is. And now Jackson's seen the success of the business and he's seen the success of OxyFresh and Jonathan Barnett's business, one of our partners. And he's going, 
I want to I want to I want to do that. He sees the car that Z drives and the thing is Jackson is just getting it done. He's a diligent doer. And so so I want to ask you this Jackson, when you hang around this entrepreneur guy over here Justin, the 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 Amish paradise boy wonder who's growing the elephant in the room chain, how has being around an entrepreneur changed your mindset or impacted you watching this crazy guy do his stuff day in day out? Well, I mean, I I'm learning how to see how to make money work for me rather than working for money and living day by day. Oh, oh. Now, now, Z, did you ever have a mentor that, that showed you the way, that was someone who had, you know, mo money? They had they had a lot of problems now, right? Because they have big house, big car. They got now the big problem is, man, how am I going to insure it? How much do I have to set aside for taxes? People trying to sue you. Did you ever have a mentor that you ran into that was maybe ahead of you and where you wanted to be in life? And maybe they let you know that you weren't crazy, that you were being sued for the first time or whatever these big problems were? Oh, they let me know that I was crazy. By Oh, by the way. Oh. But yes, of course. Of course, I tell you what, um, behind every successful business, behind every successful person out there in business, you had some mentors because, you know, I made mistakes. I'm, I'll just call it. I made mistakes. You know, I've been scammed. I've made mistakes. I've done all those things. I've learned from them. But the, it's more fun to learn from mentorship, to have someone. And that's the thing I found is that as a young man, we're always looking for uh, mentors. Yep. And I would encourage you out there to look for mentor ease. You know, if we all if we all started mentoring the people we were supposed to, we would solve the problem, right? But the problem is you get busy and you don't really want to do it. You can only have so many people come into your life. And that's why when you came to me, because I, I get more people requesting my time than I have time for, right? Uh, that's just the way it is. When you get successful, that just comes with the territory. And you have opened, you've stated, you've stated this, that the goal of your businesses is to serve you. You've stated that. You've told me that. I've seen you say it. I've seen you yes, live it. Yes. And you said that your faith is important and your family. That's the first thing. So you always have time for your son. Yes. Always have time for your daughter. Yes. Always have time for the family. Yes. And then if you have extra time, then you try to sow seeds in other people's lives. Absolutely. And that's what excited me about Thrive15.com when you approached me about three years ago. Because I thought, okay, here's something we can do to where we can now, you know, you can spend the day with some really great people. We have some great mentors on the website. I mean, you're not physically going to be with them, but you get to watch a video that's very well done. You get to have a little humor along the way and you get to learn their secret sauce, which it's kind of cool. I mean, we'd all like to sit down with David Robinson for the day and hang out with him. You know, very, I mean, NBA, a hall of famer. He's had great successes in business since basketball. You know, with you David, know? this interesting Mo Money, Mo Problems. I was talking to David here a while back yeah. and uh, he, he's, he's a cool guy because he'll, he's, he's compassionate and we'll take the call. He always wants to know what's going on. How you guys doing? Yeah. And uh, I said, man, hey, because he owns part of the Spurs. And you know, when the Clippers owner uh, had to sell the team, the evaluation of his team, the value of his company, the Clippers, was worth like over a billion dollars. I, I, want, I don't remember the number, but it was it took every value of every NBA team way up. Yeah, because he somebody, paid two billion for it. Yeah, two billion. Well, he is Dave Robinson is a part owner of the Spurs, and what he did is he went to a team that was a loser, and he said, "Hey, I'm going to help you guys sell season tickets." So he actually got in a car in between practices and games and went around selling season tickets for the Spurs to earn equity. Well, now he's a big owner of the team, and I said. Man, it must be nice. And he goes, uh, the tax liability is outstanding. And he just was kind of joking. Oh, but yeah, he's yeah. got so much tax that you owe when you own you know, 5 to 6% of a $2 billion team. I'm not really sure how the taxation works there. I'm not a tax pro. But that's, I mean, it, it's mo' money, mo' problems. Mo' money, mo' problems. And you have to be very purposeful in, in planning for it. I, I don't know how many guys get to the end of the year and they've blown all their money. And they're, you know, now they're in business for themselves. 
And they're like, oh, wait, in the past, I did my taxes and actually got a refund check. Now, now I got to write a big check. So you got to plan ahead for that. So here is the move. When we come back, Dr. Z is going to talk to us about the problems that he ran into when he decided to open up the auto auction. Now it's Oklahoma's one, Oklahoma's leading auto auction, Z66 auto auction, selling nearly a thousand cars on a Friday, just rocking and rolling. Lots of employees, a lot of great stuff. We're going to talk about some of the problems that he ran into when he decided to open up another business, right? Because he had one successful company, then he had another one. Okay, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and risk it all and do it again. Mo money, mo problems. Stay tuned. We'll help you solve them. ThriveTimeShow.com. Hi, I'm Jeff Finn. I'm from Wichita, Kansas with Augustino Brewing Company. So my business partner told me all about Thrive. At first, I thought he was kidding, but being here, it's real deal. Being here, I'm learning that systems is a number one thing that you've got to have. Without the systems, you can't be successful. There's a lot of energy that goes on around here, and it's, it's something that you feel all the way through, even during breaks. This place is pretty relaxed. People here, they, they greet you every morning. They're welcoming you into the facility. And uh, it, it's got a vibe that's really just relaxed. Uh, it feels really nice to be in this building. Clay's, he's definitely got a lot of energy. It's something where you know he's telling you something, you can feel his passion. It's something you're, you're taking away a lot of information and he's condensing this down, but boy, it's something that's down to earth and, and you're just walking away knowing that you've got the information you need to be successful. So far, the, the workshops have been delivered in such a way that you know the audience is asked to contribute. It might be something of reading from the book, you know, one of the notable quotables, or asking the questions. He's always prompting for questions. People who haven't ever been to a Thrive Time conference, they're missing a lot of information that could help them take their businesses to the next level. So with Thrive Time, there's no upsell. Another thing that you get with this conference compared to others, there's a desk. Thrive Time, I think, is going to be a, a big benefit to me and my organization. I'm going to be able to take this information back and apply things immediately. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And I'm going to tell you why I'm so excited to be here with you today. Because I know that you personally, you right now, not, not, not the other listeners, but you personally have what it takes to be successful. You know how I know that, ZZ? Do you know how I know that they have what it takes to be successful? Because um, you read brains, because you videotape or you uh, audio tape everything that happens in the world at all times. Because Terry Fisher, Terry Fisher, uh -huh. who's been a mentor in my life. Have you ever met the fish? The fish. You ever met Terry? I don't think I have. I? His I company I is called Trinity Chemical. If you're listening right Terry's now. Terry's probably going, see, we've met like three times. I'm like, if you sorry, If you get a chance to uh, just Google Trinity Chemical, you'll see this guy. But Vanessa got asked to house sit for the guy back when she was in a cheerleader because her, uh, Terry's wife helped coach the ORU cheerleading program when Vanessa was there. And they invited us to their home. They live right across from Holland Hall. And I had never, as a kid, I never saw granite, just so we're clear. I never saw granite. I never knew anyone with wood floors. And I did not know a single person with wood floors or granite. And we go to their house, and it's like a palace. And I'm thinking, this guy's got to be working like, you know, he's got to work like 15 hours a day. So I'm talking to the guy and getting to know him. Well, he's like, no, you know, I, I like to get to work around like 10, I think he said. And I like to wrap up at 2. And I'm going... How is that possible? How much money do you make per hour? I remember asking that question. And he's like, well, you know, I built this system and it's a long-term play. Well, he owns thousands of railroad cars that haul hazardous waste 
material. And the, how he got started in business is he opened up a Christian bookstore, and he wasn't a Christian. He just opened up a Christian bookstore because he realized ORU had a lot of Christians who go there. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to open up a bookstore because, one, I can sell stuff to a captive audience, and, two, there's probably a lot of young ladies that will come in. And that's how he met his wife, and that's the whole Terry Fisher story. Well, long story short, he said, Clay, you have what it takes to be successful. And I remember thinking, I do? And he goes, yeah, because you have curiosity. You are asking me how I did it instead of being angry at me that I did it and you didn't. Instead of saying, I didn't do it, the world owes me, you're entitled, you're saying, how did you do it? And as long as you ask that question and you do what I'm telling you, you'll have big success. See. Yeah, and I would say that back in the day, you know, your your wife of now 15 years, Vanessa, oh, yeah. uh, started working for me back in the day. And uh, you were you were curious. There's no doubt about that. But you were <laughs> back in the day. You were kind of like the creepy curious dude. You know, I, looked, you were, I always looked mad. That was my looked, issue. Why were you so mad back then? Oh, I had, I had three big big issues I was dealing okay, with. Okay, what, what were they? What were they? One is I stuttered as a kid uh, to the point where I couldn't did speak. You, that's right, you did very yeah. well at all. Till I was like, when I was 14, I remember that was the first time that I would confidently say anything to people. And so what I would do is I would just watch people. So I remember I hopped on the bus, and I remember getting on the bus to go to Sequoia Middle School when I lived in Broken Arrow, and someone said, what's your name? And I said, my name is K-K-K. and I couldn't say my name. And then all the kids go, he can't even talk, and they just pound on you. Oh, man. And I horrible. couldn't quit crying. So I get off the bus, and a guy named Terrence says, hey, Clayton, and he just hits me. And like that was my deal. That was your start into your fight club. That was how I welcomed to Sequoia Middle School. And this was like an ongoing thing. So then when I got to be about 14, 15, my uncle had beat me into submission and basically taught me how to be a man and how to be a hard worker. And that's a fascinating story. But Uncle Jerry... And he didn't really beat you, by the way. I mean, no. I, yeah, I mean, he was, Uncle he, Jerry, he basically said, he if you do you. not get up and feed the chickens, we're not going to feed you today. And so I played the game of, okay, I'm not going to do it because I'm tired. And then he played the game of, I'm not going to feed you. And then I went to basketball games, and all the parents are cheering, you know, come on, 34, you can do it. He's singling me out and saying, 34, come on, you're not even hustling. What is your deal? Then, then after a game, my parents are down in Texas, and somehow he's raising me because my parent, my dad lost his his, uh, mom and dad. They had passed away, and so he's down there handling the estate. He says, hey, you left a lot on the court there. You weren't hustling. And I go, I was trying. I just, we were already, you know, down by 20 points and I didn't see. And he goes, well, why don't we run home then? It's like seven miles. And he just drove in front of me. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. So then I'm like, okay, now I can finally speak and I finally have work ethic and I'm starting to have success, but I'm angry at the people who mocked me. And so, Mr. Ryan Brace, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I knocked you the heck out. But I just, I was at the cafeteria and I would wait because that became my thing. It was like, so Ryan, one day he said something to me and I said, what did you say? And he repeated it and I just knocked him out. And that was like my move was just you find people. And then that got known as like, hey, you know, you don't, you probably don't want to mess with that guy. And that was a good reputation to have. And it served me well because people didn't mess with me anymore. But then when you go into the world of entrepreneurship, you realize... Being angry repels money. It's like a money, the opposite of a money magnet. I mean, that thing is, Z, when you look angry, when you look mad, it scares people. And they don't so, want to be. They don't want to be around you. And so when you came in to pick her up, and you were kind of creeping around, then you wanted, you were, you were curious as to, to the success of the business and the systems we had and how you we thought were I was going to rob it. you is probably the thing. You thought I was going to rob your building. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like case in the joint. Exactly. And you, you know, you had you were kind of dressed like Eminem back in the day. You had big baggy and, and clothes, I, loop earrings, and, and my just wife kind of that scowl on your face. My wife had to point it out, but I, I would not turn off the subwoofer when I picked her up. 
And I think it was Kylie who said something nicely to my wife, but she goes, can he turn that off? Because I would pull up to your place. Oh, yeah, it was just annoying. And I would open the door to drop off Vanessa, and that was when Eminem you know, first hit the scene. Oh, yeah. So, just, th- just so you would hear the Eminem lyrics and the... And just bass and, and like customers were like they had to hear my music because I wanted I saw a guy in the quick trip parking lot yesterday do that he's on a motorcycle yeah. and he wants everyone to hear his filthy lyrics so he just pumps it up so you have to hear it but I wasn't listening to the Thrive Time show no I was listening to Eminem over and over and trying to do dumb yeah. things like memorize the lyrics I was a moron and so long story short I made that change because Terry encouraged me to be curious. It was just this curiosity. It was, it was this is how, so I want to ask you, I'm curious. The listeners are curious, Z. When you built your auto auction, um, did it cost, you know, $7 or a half million dollars? How much money did it cost? I mean, does it cost a lot of money to pour that much concrete? If you've driven by it, I mean, you have Fif- thousands of cars. Yeah, 15 acres of concrete cost a lot of money. And I, rem- <laughs> I remember. 15 I remember, acres. Yeah, 15 acres. I remember doing the deal and we're doing the deal and I'm getting my team assembled and we're meeting and we're kind of getting ready for the opening of it. And of course, you know, there's a, you know, we're trying to preload it. We're out there, hit the street. We're banging on doors, you know, auto dealers in town. We're saying, Hey, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. We're coming to get you. Showing them the, the picture and get, you know, painting the, painting the picture of what we're doing and all that. And I remember there was a meeting and it was probably 45 days before we opened. I sat everybody down, the core people that I had hired because, you know, I hired them and maybe two months before the we opened up. The boss wants to meet us. It's probably for chicken sandwiches. <laughs> this is great. And I sat him down and I said, listen, we have officially gone from I hope this works to this has to work. You know, when you're when you borrow millions of dollars. And you pour that much cement. Hypothetically, and you, and you hypothetically, I have poured I have poured a an extension to multiple driveways because okay. I had home based businesses, All right. and I spent like twenty thousand dollars on an extension of my driveway. That's about what we spent. And I and I think you had fifteen <laughs> acres. I don't even want to no. get. So it, it was a it was a thing. You had to go all in. I want to talk about when we come back the problems that you because you had the grand vision, right? Oh yeah. You I've poured got, that concrete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You burned the boats. You now had to make it work. I want to hear how in the heck did you do it and what were the problems? What were the, the nitty gritty, holy crap, hair on fire, I can't believe we did that problems? I, and I will, after, right after this break, I will, I will deep dive into that. But I think it's so ironic that here we are, two guys hosting a radio show. You had your stuttering problem and I had a speech impediment when I was a kid also. And I couldn't say ours, by the way. And when I finally conquered ours, I remember I was in the second grade and I said, the first word I said was squirrel. And it was just like, I was like... It was like victory. It was like I did the. Vic- I did made like a big it, V victory. This, this show is not a religious show, but I'll give you two Boom. thoughts to marinate on. One, why are you not going to Elephant in the Room and trying out the one dollar <laughs> first haircut? And two, God has a plan. If you stutter, if you struggle to speak, if you don't have the money you need, God has a plan. But you have to be diligent and take the action steps. Stay tuned. My name is Keith Schultz. I'm with uh, Witness Security. I'm from here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I first heard about the Thrive Time uh, workshops, you know, through Clay Clark. Uh, he's been working with uh, my business now for fairly close to three months. Uh, it's been a phenomenal experience of him being able to teach us his methods and processes just on a one-to-one basis, and then he. Uh, talked about the workshops on his radio program, so therefore we decided to come. A few things that we've learned is uh, just the simple basics of you know, how to do sales appointments and how to convey your thoughts to our future clients and be able to help them decide what they need as far as 
their security needs. And also, uh, just the basics of the internet and how to function that and make that work for you in a business. Also, as far as not only the internet, but just the general roundabout business uh, principles that you need to convey to everybody so that people will call. The overall ThriveFime experience that I've experienced here, not only is it just exciting, just the way that mixed with uh, just funny stories, funny real stories to be able to help people understand that, you know, building a business is hard work. And not only is it hard work, but it is rewarding if you follow through with the same principles and methods that he uh, puts forth. If you choose not to do so, then you probably choose to fail. His teaching style is amazing out of the fact that uh, he's able to tell stories that not only are they real, uh, but they're funny, but yet at the same time uh, teach them with a principle that we can apply to each and every day-to-day uh, practice in whatever business it is. So therefore, if you take these principles that he applies, you know, through the stories that he, he conveys and everything, it's virtually a guarantee that they'll work. What are they missing if they never attend? They miss the opportunity to be able to go out on their own. They miss the opportunity to be able to uh, do things for their families and be able to uh, have the time that they need for the things that they want to do. I've attended a few workshops in the time or conferences in the, in the past, but as a rule, they do have something that you're gonna have to buy in the end. That's the thing about this. There is no buying at the end. Either you take the th principles that he provides to you with the, and the methods that he provides to you at no cost, for the most part, and make them work for you, then there is no upsell. It, it's, he provides you the materials for you to do the work. And if you choose not to do the work, that's between you and whoever. Uh, but he's not trying to sell you anything. He's just trying to help you. I'd recommend just about anybody, and I have recommended in the last three months, I've recommended dozens of people to at least listen to the program and try to apply some of the things they've, uh, they talk about in the, on the Thrive Time show. And if you do, I guarantee it'll work. Just gotta apply them. It is in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running. See, if we can let this play for a second, I just want to encourage all the thrivers. If you have got to a place in your life where you feel you feel like this is your year to thrive, you found the right show, Z. This is the absolute number one best show on the planet. This is your year. You can start a successful company. I'm telling you what, if your brain works and you will do what we tell you, you can start a business this year, my friend. So let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's do that. Z, why are we not getting started? I'll tell you why we're not started. Because I I, I got to tee it up here. If you're just listening, you got you to hear this tee up. Dr. Z builds, Z, first business was what? What was the first business? My uh, eye clinics. How Dr. long did Robert it take H. you? Zellner and Associates. How long did it take you before you opened up the next business? How many, how many years? Three, four, seven, two? 
Yeah, no, I did. Let's see. That was 91. 91. And it was probably getting closer to 99, so about uh, eight, seven, eight years. Right? So yeah. 91 was, uh, you know, Ice Ice Baby. That's the summer of 91. Ice okay. Ice Baby okay. came out, you know. And then uh, 99 was, what was what was the hot, sh- what was the hot sauce whoa. then? Well, the hot, the hot stuff that came out there. Um, I would say that would be like Q-Tip, the song Vibrant Thing that came out. Uh, um, uh, oh, 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 this is a good one. Ja Rule. Where would I be without you? You know that guy, Ja Rule. Oh, yeah. Where would I be alone? And then it was the guy, uh, back that thing up. Call me Big Daddy when you're back. That was, that was all 99. So that was all okay, that year. All 99. Was so then the next, so this was eight years. Right. And then what was the next business? Uh, it went a little quicker. The next business probably 2004, so maybe three or four years later. So what was your second business? Uh, my second business was my uh, an auto auction called Tulsa Auto Auction. The third business was what? Uh, Doctor Z's Sleep Center. Fourth business, uh, A to Z Medical. Then you sold no, the wait, auto no, auction. No, in, in between then I did because I I did my ranch in two thousand seven. So I did in between the Doctor Z Sleep Center and the DME. I did I started up Rock and Z Ranch Thoroughbred uh, Breeding. Sounds horse like racing. about twenty. And so overnight success, 20 years into it. So then you decide, you, you sell the auto auction, you have a non-compete, then you open up another one. Correct. Now you've poured 15 acres of concrete. Yes. You've committed millions of dollars to building this auto auction that, by the way, will not survive if you don't have customers. Where did things get real? What were the big problems? Well, we had what we called a open house. Ooh. It was lovely. Cookies. We had... We had uh, accoutrements. Jackson, we could have all of the cookies we wanted at this event. Mm. Yes, we had adult like beverages cookies. there. Oh, we had wow. finger sandwiches. Oh, oh it was lovely. Oh, wow. And while we were there, a young lady walked in. She looked professional, and she looked mm. all, and she said, uh, this is kind of embarrassing, but can we, uh, I need to give you something. And we're like, um, okay, okay. It's probably well, it's, a um, gift. Yeah, it's probably it's a, a gift from on high. Let's the, look the at gift, it. The gift that keeps giving. Actually. This is probably a, a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. The Let's jel- look jel- at it. Jelly Thank the, you. Jelly of the Month Club. And I said, uh, okay. She said, well, I don't want to do this in front of me of your clients. And you've got a room full of people here and people are coming and going. Can we just step over here? And just said, right over this sure, area? Sure, here? sure, sure. The sure. winner's circle. So we, <laughs> we step over there. I go, what, what, yeah, what, what do you got for me? She goes, it's, um, it's a lawsuit. And I'm serving you right now, and she hands me the the, the paper. You're serving like, like volleyball, <laughs> like you're hitting me the ball, and no. I get to hit it back. No, it's like service. No, it's like she said you've been served, and she was real nice about it. She was almost <laughs> apologetic. I mean, she was a one of the sweetest lawsuits I've ever been served with, you know. And I was like, okay, well, thank you this very much. This is nice, thank you. Because what happened was Did I you a cookie. <laughs> I I bought an auction, built it up, and then sold it. It wasn't for sale, but they wanted to buy it, so I sold it. 2005, I had a five year no compete. So in 2010, five years after, I called them up and said hey my no competes up i missed the biz i want to buy my business back and they said go fly a kite so i went down to uh, super target i bought a kite and i flew it uh, over there by the right here by the river you know mm, the, the, nice the river you know where we <laughs> sometimes have water told. in the yeah. arkansas river I just yeah. flew the kite for about a day or two and i thought you know i'm done doing this i think i'm gonna go open up an auto auction so i went, bought some land and opened it up and they were not happy so they sued me I kind of ran into that today, by the way, Mo Money, Mo Problems. I work with uh, one person in industry who's been very successful. Yes. And for whatever reason, said man decided to not pay me a commission check this month. And so I said to said man, hey, said man, this is the amount we agreed to. He goes, well, now I'm looking at how much money we're paying, and I'm just kind of going, you know, maybe we could renegotiate. And I said, not a problem. I'm so excited to work with your competition. That starts tomorrow. Because I've already had that relationship. You're listening to The Thrive Time Show. 
People reach out and they go, hey, I want you to help me because you're helping. And I can say, I only work with one. I will not work with like two haircut businesses in Tulsa. It's one. I mean, elephant in the room. I mean, I would I would describe what we do is Justin has the vision. You know, the, the, it's kind of a bad analogy maybe, but you know Star Wars, how like there was always, the, the whole move was always, hey, we're going to try to blow up a planet. That's always been the plot in every movie. Hey, we're going to try to blow up a planet. We're going to build the Death Star, blow up the planet. Well, Justin knows what he wants me to shoot at. But the Thrive 15 team, it's like the Death Star. You point at, I mean, you say, let's be topping Google in, in let's do it. Oklahoma City. Let's do and, it. Hey, let's Keywords. be topping Google Owasso. You say, what planet do you want to destroy? Aldron. And, like, and he just, but I'm telling you, is you don't want the Thrive15.com competing with you, the team, because we have a team of business ninjas that cost you less than hiring a barista. It's like, a, I mean, it's about $1,500 per store, and it's just, and so... I mean, Justin, would you describe it as kind of business ninjas, or how would you describe the the, the Thrive team? It, it, it's totally legit, but the moves are dirty. <laughs> Top of Google, dirty. dirty. Keyword dirty. searches. I mean, whatever you want. So I just ran into to Mark there with Royal Landscapes. Oh yeah, Royal. You rebranded. Yep. Did his SEO. He's in love with you because he knows how to do the landscape and the lawn, all that, the manicure. But the Google search, the the rebranded, that, that's your area. So we did that. We actually had, I won't mention their name, they're a uh, franchise in town. Yeah. They sent all their employees in for me to train, mm. get the systems, and then just pieced out. So um, Your competitor it, yeah, sent in yeah. people to be fake employees to go through the entire process to learn how you do it. True story. And uh, Z as well, we actually got sued before we even opened up our first business. So... You know, that for me was a big deal, you know, getting sued before you even open your, your business. So, Jackson, have uh, you been sued yet? These things are going to happen. I haven't been sued yet. You're not, see, see, well, the day's not gonna, over yet, have. Jackson. <laughs> now, see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you kind of give, give the capstone thought here. But if you own a business uh-huh. and you do things the right way, okay. will you eventually be sued? There's a chance you will be, but when you are, you, I mean... Your first lawsuit. He lies. He lies. The lawyer I work with says that he's never worked with a successful company that has not been sued. He told me that I've never worked with a successful company. Mo money, my problem. Has not been sued. Well, I, it's only the successful ones that get sued. By the oh, way, it's only because you got. Well, you got to have money, and you got to have. In order to have money, you had to be successful, and in order to be successful, you probably. Mm, you have some competition that's not real happy with you, and so that kind of breeds that. But if you were broke, if you're going out of business, and you're not going to get sued. So I'm not sure I would say, I'm, I'm just book it, but the first time it happens, it, it is debilitating, and it is very upsetting, and, and you can sit there and stew on it, and you want to argue the point that first day, and you're upset, and, and, and it is it is pretty traumatic the first time you get and served and you get, and you get sued, by the way. I'm going to tee this up because this we, when, we, when you answer this next question, it's going to help thousands of people and Justin. So here, here's, here's the scenario. You have a thing that you do where people might steal your money, but they don't steal your time or your joy. I've watched you do it. So someone could sue you. Someone could say horrible things. Some competitor could be doing crazy stuff. You could have a pending lawsuit. You could be going through a problem, an employee turnover. Since I've known you, you've had people try to hack into your system and steal your database. People try to do all these moves, thinking they're all so clever, and you never let them take your joy or your time. I mean, I mean, not never, but I would say almost. I've, I've never seen it happen. So I want to learn how you do that. Well, I say to myself, you know, don't... Don't worry. Just be happy. But you're being sued. 
Don't worry. Unemployed. That's what you have a journey for. That's stuff. what you pay people to worry about. You know, I mean, you can worry about it, but why? When we come, you go out there and continue to do what you do and continue to be successful. When we come back, Justin's going to ask you anything. It's open. Oh open floor. Open. My name is Mel Wright, and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am a photographer for family and weddings and portrait photography. My head is so full of things, I don't even know where to start. Um, basically, I have learned that I need to stay focused and be motivated and make checklists and actually do those things. And I have learned that I need to make a really good website, get reviews for my website, uh, get on Google Maps and like have a location that people can see, have testimonials, have re reviews. The Thrive 15 headquarters is amazing. It's like this big open space with lots of natural light, lots of like knickknacks all around that inspire clay and lots of quotes that are just inspiring. And it's a fun, upbeat office. Clay's presentation style is really entertaining and motivational. He is so lively and really, really good at communicating to people um, all of the knowledge in his head. He has so much about business and running a business and having a successful business in his mind that he can just like really communicate with the average person. So the interaction at the speaking event with Clay is very personal. It's He's like right there, right in front of you, we're all sitting at desks and we have like a book, he gives you a book to write notes in and it's like his own book that he wrote and he is going through it with you step by step, uh, letting you ask questions, answering those questions, giving examples, writing on a whiteboard, he's got videos, he's got lots of like um, visual and emotional and like sound that you can really learn everything he's telling you. So Clay's business workshop will not try to upsell you. He literally is just full of information and knowledge and just wants to share it with you and answer your questions. He's not going to try to upsell you. He really just wants you, any motivated person to be better and he just, he won't, he's not, it's not a scam. It's just a really amazing learning experience. I would recommend this workshop to anyone who is even just remotely thinking about having their own business because it takes your mindset from, well, this is going to be a lot of work and impossible and I'll never be successful at it, to I could do this. I could absolutely do this. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. This is an extension of the NPR Network where we talk about feelings. No, it's not. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And if you are looking for a new place to call home, if you're, if you're looking for a place on the radio dial to stick around for a while, you know, back in the day before it was digital, Z, people had a dial. You had to dial that, dial thing, that thing up. And it was too much work to change it. And so what we're finding is many thrivers are saying they are they are beginning to change their schedule to block out the two hours. We have one guy, I talked to him, it's a true story. He says, I now have arranged my work schedule so I can hear the whole thing. And I'm like, no, you didn't. He goes, no, no, I, I did. I did because I, it was a thing where like I keep getting these nuggets and I apply them all day. And so I just asked if I could you know, leave a little bit earlier, leave, stay a little bit later, whatever. He adjusted. So he has a two-hour break in the middle of the day. He stays later, gets there earlier. Because you, your mind is what your mind is fed. Uh-oh. 
Your mind is what Whoa. your mind is fed. Mm. You what you think about, you bring about, and your net Come worth on. Come is on. your net worth. So Come who you on. surround yourself with impacts you. How you think. What you feed your mind, your mind is what your mind is fed. Your mind is what it, it is it is fed. So your mind, you the listener right now, what are you feeding your mind? That's a question. So here we go. Z, Justin Moore, he's the, the founder of Elephant in the Room. Full disclosure, he is my brother-in-law. But he's been building that business faithfully, diligently, doing his thing. It's his vision. We just power the Death Star that, that turns those dreams into reality. But it's his vision, his plan, his experience. So Justin gets to ask you any question. Jackson gets Uh-oh. to ask you any business Uh-oh. question, and then Sam the man. We got nine minutes the of power. Lumberjack? Let's make it happen. So, Justin, any business question for Z, you got it. I've got like eight questions, but um, Dr. Z may not realize this, but he's a generous man. He's, he opens his house uh, every Thanksgiving, and I snuck in a couple times. And I, So um, I realized that when you have a mentor or someone and, and you want to be part of their life, you have to be an asset because you probably aren't knocking down my door, Dr. Uh, Dr. Z. You know, um, Clay had to be an asset to you in some way or, or some some form there. So um, I, I know you have an extensive collection of. I don't know if you you personally hunt, but I want some of that um, that that the game that, that you have on the wall. We we just got our first deer mount on mm. the wall at one of our mm. shops, and we want to. Mm. And Dr. Z just, just said he's going to be a lifelong member. Um, so you might see him at the shop. You can ask him any questions you want, but come out and see him. Um, next week, he's going to be out there. But my question to you is the mindset that you had to have early on, and I can say personally as an entrepreneur that it's lonely, it's scary, it's almost like leaving the cave of uh, fire, of security, of just the small rations of food, and you're on this mountain, and, and you want to go higher, but it's stormy. It's, it, you don't know what's on the other side of the mountain, and it's beautiful on the other side of the mountain. But when did you feel that you reached that moment of, like, I've made it, or have you yet, but but what was some contributing factors along the way as far as your mindset um, in these businesses that you just talked about today? It's so nice up on the mountain. I have a little cave that I, I go back into and I sit and I meditate. And I say to myself, how did I get up here on this mountain? And I look down and I go, that was a long way to climb. And You know, Justin, that's an excellent question. And I think one of the things that I encourage young entrepreneurs to do is, just, is to not look down. I know it's a, a silly, you know, kind of an analogy of climbing up the mountain and climbing up something. But a lot of times we get so concerned about the fall. We go so concerned about things that can go wrong. We get so concerned about what ifs that we just don't keep our eye on the prize and just keep going forward. You know, there's a reason why the eyes are in the front of our head and at the back of our head. And that is just that forward mindset of it just doesn't matter. You know, you can have a horrible day. You can go to a horrible review. You can have someone call up and just yell and just, just be just so mad at you. And it can, you can let it. You can let it ruin your day. You can let it ruin your week. You can let it ruin your month. You can let it ruin your business. You can, you can let that happen. Or you can say to yourself, you know what? I have a singular focus and my focus is, is that I'm going to fight through whatever adversity comes my way. And I probably felt that way about, I started in 91, and it probably took about four or five years before I really felt to myself, 
okay, now, now I'm a little bit more an autopilot in some of the things that are going on. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the first they say if a business makes it three years, they're going to make it for the most part, mm. right? The three-year cycle is on, on a business is the most treacherous for a business. You know, first year is very treacherous. Second year, you got a little bit more. And then third year, you get those, you know, now you've got that traction. Now you're really starting to roll, you know? So probably year four or five, I really felt that. And that's why I started looking at doing other businesses. And so when you start to do those multiple businesses, that means that you feel confident in the team you have to run that first business or to help or to maintain it. And for the people who are listening, the reason why you chose not to just scale your optometry clinic and open up multiple locations is because a little bit of the law, we don't have time to get into all the details, but you realized it was a better decision for you to take over Tulsa than it would be to go all around the country opening up stores because you'd already done that when you'd served as your role in leadership with what, iMart? Yes, yeah. I was president of iMart for a year and... um, the only job I was ever, ever fired from, as a matter of fact, and that's a whole other story. Maybe we'll get to it one of these days. I can tell you all about it. But the thing is, is this, is that I said to myself, hey, listen, I can, I can leverage the name. I can leverage the branding that I've done in this town. And that's the thing you've got to understand. You get that vertical integration of leveraging what you've already done. You build off your past success. So when I started my auto auction and I would go call on a, a car dealer. They knew that name. And they knew the name and I could get the meeting. I could get the golden look. I could get that because they're like, oh, I've heard of you. Now, there's, there's, I wanted to distill what he just said into something you can write down. One is fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real. He doesn't put up with that. There's no fear, no false evidence you appearing can, real. Can't. Focus stands for focus on core tasks until success. He does it. He talks it. He does it. It's amazing. I just kind of distill it into witty little things you can remember. But fear, false evidence appearing real, you don't put up with it. Focus, you stay focused. Jackson, any question, ask the Zohan. I, I mean, I guess I got one question. It's kind of, it's it's more of like a personal style question. Oh because boy, everybody, everybody Come on, hey, that, just put some cream on that. That's and what it is. In the morning, yeah. you know, and Sorry. and everybody faces yeah. personal problems. But I mean, you've built quite a few companies. You know, yep. People have problems with their families, relationships, friends, whatever. Happens. What was the biggest personal challenge that you had when you were trying to start up your company in the earliest days of your company? What was the biggest thing that you had to overcome so that you can grow and get to where you are now? You know, the first thing that popped into my mind, which I'm, I'm not sure is it w- was the biggest problem, but it's the first thing that popped into my mind, and that is, you know, when you start, when you start your business, you, you grab help from wherever you can, you know, and so family, you grab family, friends, you, grab family right. you grab family members, right. and then shortly thereafter, you know, they have that kind of a, uh, I don't know how to say it, entitled, entitled entitlement mm-hmm. kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. Hey, I'm going to come in a little bit late. Everyone else is going to come yeah. on time, but I'm a little bit later. I'm yeah. related, you know. And then all of a sudden you realize that that you really need to let them go, but they're family. And then that's... You don't want to you, fire your own family. That's that's a tough one. And Unethical. That, it's, yeah. Oh, it's ethical. And it happens. But the thing about it is, you know, you go, oh, God, I got to do Thanksgiving with them every year. I got to see them every year. I got to, you know, do the thing with them every every whatever. And then finally you just say, you know what? The filter that I've got to run every decision through is what is best for the business. And you know what? You, and we say it. It's in the movies. It's a it's a saying that us guys say a lot, and it's and it's somewhat true, but it's nothing personal. It's Oof. just business. Of course, it is personal, and they take it personal. <laughs> it takes a while to overcome that. But letting family uh, and friends go. I had uh, a friend that worked for me that was turned out to be a. Uh, not a good employee oh. and and he needed to move on and i didn't realize even how bad it was you know when things are close to you you don't even know and then when i finally said listen you 
it's not working out. You need to move on. And then all my other staff was like, oh, we were afraid to tell you because they knew he's one of your good friends. Sam, ask the Zolhan anything. Here you go. Coming in hot, Sam. Here's a real quick one. Uh, When starting up a business, if you have no debt, but you also have no credit, what what would you be your opinion or your um, best way to fund or finance the, the startup? Well, you've got to get credit. You've got, you've got to go get some debt. And, and the only way you get credit is to get debt and then pay the debt off. I know that sounds crazy. I know so many people are out there going, I'm so happy what? I'm debt free, but you don't own a home. You don't have a car. You don't, you know. Let me da, make da, da, that da, da, da. very actionable. Go to creditcards.com. They have all yes. different levels for junior startup growth, big, great, big, you know, everything from the black card for the premium to the, so you have no credit at all, but you've got to go to creditcards.com and apply for something. Absolutely. I remember when I was a senior in optometry school and I got a thing in the mail that said up to $10,000 MasterCard. I was yes. like, well, oh, Boom. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> money, money. They're finally acknowledging I'm, I'm going to be a faux doctor here pretty soon. So yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm an optometrist, of course. But anyway, the, the thing about it is, is that I applied. I was so excited. I got that if I got my credit card in the mail and everything, is that a five, $500 limit on it? Oh, oh. <laughs> it was up to 10000 It wasn't 10000 was So here's 10, the deal, Thrivers. If Whether you need help with your credit, you need help with sales, you need help with marketing, you need help with motivation, we've got all the answers. It's business school without the BS. There's four ways to serve you. One, go to thrivetimeshow.com and check out the podcast. Subscribe. It's free. Move number two, go to thrive15.com. It's $1 for the world's best business school without the BS, which at last count was $35,000 some odd dollars less than the University of Tulsa. And move number three is you can sign up for in-person one-on-one business coaching and a free consultation because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And move number four, make yourself a hero. Be a hero to your family and get out to an in-person Thrive Time workshop, baby. It's a game changer. I'm telling you what, when you get into that six-figure club, then you say, I want to get into that seven-figure, you build that multi-million dollar business, it feels good. So I'm telling you what, quit living in the hood, start living good, go to thrivetimeshow.com, get the info. And Z, as always, as always, three, two, one, boom!